Yahweh, Father God, I come to you in this prayer that my words that I share are only for your glory, your truth, your knowledge and wisdom that you impart to me that I have prayed for, Father, for your leading, your guiding, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of your word, your leading, your guiding us, Father, and that it is your instruction for us in this life and that we find the truth in your word, Father God, and not be subject to the words of mammon, that we can be more like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and that we do not step down, we don't step aside, not to be confrontational, but to just stand on your truth, on your knowledge and your wisdom and your leadership, Father God, and the Holy Spirit that you provided to us for that. And when Jesus was crucified and came back to heaven, raised after the third day, and he promised when he left and coming to prepare our place that a comforter would come to lead, guide, and teach. Father God, thank you for this. Yahweh, amen. Yahshua, amen. Parakletos, amen. So be it, Father, amen, amen. You are praiseworthy. So brothers and sisters, I'm going to weigh in here because I'm seeing some things that are disturbing and troubling. However, remember this, that the word of God is truth. His guidance is truth. And his way is truth. There are things that are going on that are just so egregious to the people. And there are some that are buying into this when the truth is that there is empirical evidence that points to the contrary. And we must always remember to seek the truth in the word of God. The word of God is truth. It is our guide. It's our instruction manual, if you will, for life. And brothers and sisters, I am seeing some things that are coming from individuals that are holding a theological degree and utilizing the position to advocate for things that should not be done. And in saying that, I am just sharing this with you that seek the truth in the word of God read the word of God, taking scriptures and taking them out of context and manipulating them so that they fit into an opinionated perspective is actually very contrary to the teaching of the word. So brothers and sisters, I implore you that in all these things that are going on around us, in the fear and the darkness, 
that is being perpetrated to everyone, we have to realize that there is a deep and darker agenda than what is being portrayed. And that is that the enemy is moving. The enemy is moving mightily. But we hold on to the truths, the truths and promises of God. God is a way maker. He's a promise keeper. He is faithful. He is good. He is loving. We must still pray for the individuals. Their ideologies might be atrocious, and if they are an abomination to God, they must be an abomination to a God-fearing, God-believing, faithful follower of the Word of God. The ideologies are not the person. We must pray for the person and abhor the ideologies. And we are told, exhorted to do so. Paul wrote to Timothy and told him to do so. We are told that we are to love the people. Jesus Christ loved everyone, even in admonishing the Pharisees and the Sadducees and being called before the Sanhedrin. Jesus still had compassion for them and his sacrifice was not eliminating them. The opportunity to give them the choice to believe in him being the only begotten son of God, which many did not, and the choice to follow the truth and have faith in God, and many did not. That has always been God's way. He created us with a choice, a free will choice, to do those things. I choose to believe that Jesus Christ came for me, came for us, and he sacrificed himself for us. Everything that I share is from the Bible. I am not going to take scripture out of context to manipulate people's ideals and their perceptions and their opinions to agree with me. That's not what I'm about. I'm about sharing the truth, sharing the way, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to encourage everyone that they have the opportunity Try the Spirit, search the Word, stay in the Word, stay in the truth, and do not follow the words of mammon, even those that are standing at a podium at the dais and telling people that they are something that they are not. The Bible tells us that those times will be here. The Bible also speaks to the fact that it would be better that they had not known the word. What does that mean? That means that there will be a reckoning. There will be a judgment and there will be a question. And that question may be, why did you tell my people something that I would never 
have told them to do? Why did you tell my people, my creation, my children, something that was not truthful or not from the word? And why did you change my word? And that answer will have to be given. Brothers and sisters, these things that are being portrayed about all these things that are going on is an agenda, a dark agenda. The separation, derision, the erasure of things that we are to believe in, to hold on to, to be faithful to and in. And there are those that stand at a podium and because they are leading churches and people want to believe them, they want to believe that they're being honest and truthful. But when you take a scripture out of context and twist it to mean something that it does not mean at all and not at all what the word is about because it was taken out of context and not taken as a whole part, it saddens me. It really, really saddens me. But brothers and sisters, we have to pray for all. All must be in our prayers. When Paul was writing to Timothy and he told him to pray for the kings and the princes, Bible speak for presidents and leaders of countries, elected officials and all that are in authority. We must pray for them. Their ideologies may be absolutely atrocious but we must pray for them. We are responsible to pray. That is what we are told that we must do. The Bible tells us that we pray for all. Love God, love people. Doesn't say anything about the ideologies. And the ideologies are not the person. That's only what they're believing in. And you see what's going on around us that if you don't believe a way a person believes or a group believes, then they become very aggressive. The example of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, when they were taken into captivity into Babylon, Israel was in captivity for 70 years. Those four young men were teenagers when Israel first went into captivity and they stayed. However, God's mighty hand was on their lives because they did not stand down, they did not step aside, and they did not confront. They merely stood on the promises and their faith in God. And standing down is an act of cowardice. And agreeing that everybody else is right and God must be wrong uh, doesn't work that way. Not in my heart, not for my process of thought. The word of God is the truth. God is true and faithful. He gives me so many blessings and grace in that he gives me breath and mercy to allow me to draw that and utilize that to be able to do what I'm doing and share the word of God. 
That's my purpose. That's all of our purposes. We are called to share the gospel and the word of God. That is our purpose. And we do that in truth and faith. We do not step aside and compromise and apologize for God or his truth. Saying that, oh, I'm sorry for having said what God has told me that I should say or believe. God does not need us to apologize for him, nor does he need us to protect him. He created all things. By him, all things consist. Not merely exist and sit on a shelf like a potter in the vase and he sits it up there to look at. God molds us, he shapes us, and he leads us. The Holy Spirit guides us and teaches us. This is what we must hold on to. And in seeing and hearing some of the things that I'm hearing going on, it's, it does trouble me, but through that, I hold on to the promises of God, the word that he has given to us in truth. And here is one that is very important, I think, especially now in hearing some of the things that I've heard. If you look in Joshua five thirteen through 15, Joshua contacts and meets the captain of the hosts of heaven. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he asked him pointedly, are you for us or for our adversaries? And he simply replied, nay. He's not on a side. He doesn't take a side. The only thing that he is, is truth. And we need to hold on to that truth. And saying that Jesus would do certain things to advocate other things that are being done in the agenda of mammon, that's not the word. The word of God does not say that. So brothers and sisters, be in prayer. I encourage you to be of strong courage. Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded ye to be of strong courage? That we have to be that because that's what God has told us to be of strong courage. He has told us that he is with us wherever we go. He will not leave us nor forsake us. That's what he promised. And Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. He is with us wherever we go. All we have to do is let him hold on to our hand, guide us and lead us, and he is there with us. He is truthful. He is faithful. He is with us. He is merciful. Brothers and sisters, I cannot implore you enough to be in the word, follow the word, study the word, seek his face, 
If there are questions, then you go to the Bible for the answers. In Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. We just have to remember that, brothers and sisters, these things that are around us are all testified by prophets in the word of God. They tell us this. Jesus Christ himself tells us that it will be as it was in the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, God repented of his creation. This is why the flood came and destroyed the world because there were none righteous. They were just into everything that they wanted to be in and not following God, not listening to the teachings of the word of God. So follow the word, follow the teaching, seek the truth and know that God is with us in all things. He is always with us and he promises to be with us. We must remember that Jesus Christ prays intercessory prayer for us constantly. He's preparing our home for us. And we are promised these things. We just have to believe and have faith. He wants us to have faith in him. He only asks that we believe that Jesus Christ is his only begotten son and that he is our God. Faith in God and faith in what he says is truth. Brothers and sisters, always be truthful. Always share the truth and don't share anything that is contrary to the word of God. And it is just important that we follow this word and his teaching. It is truth. And brothers and sisters, I'm going to cut here and you have a blessed day. Be encouraged. Follow the teachings of the word of God. Follow what the word tells us that we must do. And we must believe and have faith. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, they had faith in God. And he stood with them and he protected them. And we just need to hold on to those truths. And he has promised that they are righteous and it is his word and that he stands by his word. And here's the other thing too. Boldly approach God in prayer. Don't be arrogant. We can be bold and humble at the same time. But boldly go before God in his throne and pray and seek his guidance, his truth, his wisdom and have faith. We can do that. And also, brothers and sisters, God is not offended if we remind him of the promises that he made to us. He doesn't 
he doesn't get upset because we do that. Oh, I'm the Lord God, and how dare you remind me? He doesn't do that. I see God as being appreciative of the fact that we are sharing with him that we are in his word, that we have found in his word, in his testimony, in this book to us that he has promised us things. And he says, oh, you are reading my word. And yes, I did say that. He's not offended by that. And in Luke 17, 26, we find Jesus Christ saying, he talks about how he must suffer many things and he's going to be rejected and they're doing that now. He says he will be rejected of this generation and this generation is the one now. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. The only begotten son of Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of God, came to afford us the opportunity so that God did not destroy this creation that has become so abominable in their agendas and their following of what they want to do and the false idols and false teachings and the, their drunken behavior and their sinful ways. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ came to be our sacrificial lamb. But he tells us that it will be in the same way that it was before he comes again. And know this, that the hour of the Son of Man is not known but only to God. They don't even talk about it in heaven. The angels don't converse about when Jesus is coming. When it happens is when God says it's going to happen. We must be prepared. We must be ready. We must be in the Word. We must be watchful. The Bible tells us to be watchful. Be the good watchman, not him that sleeps against the wall in the corner to shield from the wind and the rain. But we must be watchful. We must be diligent. Watch for the coming. He is coming. He's promised his return. My faith tells me that is truth. My faith tells me that the word of God is truth. My faith in God is that God is sovereign over all things. But man, mammon, are manipulating and adjusting for their benefit, their cause, their agenda, and they have forgotten. Brothers and sisters, this land has forgotten that we were once one nation under God. And that is where we need to be. The Bible also tells us that if we repent 
and we cry out to God. He will hear our cries and will heal the nation. But it's not just a few. Brothers and sisters, there are churches that are needing to repent for their ways and ask forgiveness of Lord God Almighty to put them on the right path, the path of light, the path of truth. And when the people realize that they are on the dark path and they say, Lord God, forgive us this walk in darkness. Bring us to the light, the truth. Bring us, Father. That will be done. He'll hear our cries and heal this nation. Make us again one nation under him. And it is all truth. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to leave this thing now. I, I, I don't like to get into that course. And sometimes it's very difficult for me. I'll be quite honest and bold about it. When I see these things that are perpetrated against the people, it hurts me in my heart. I am a veteran. I was a warrior. I'm a patriot. I'm an American. But more importantly, I am a son of God. I am a Bible believer. I am a follower of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit to guide my walk. I want to stay in the light. I am not a perfect Christian, and there is not one on this face of this earth that is a perfect Christian. There was only one perfect, and he was crucified by the generation that he came to uplift and to give the opportunity. That is the perfect, and he now is in heaven preparing our place, and he prays over us an intercessory prayer all the time. Brothers and sisters, I love you. Hold on to that truth. Have a blessed day.